Hello, and welcome to the Mighty Mom Podcast. I am Kaylee McClellan. And I'm Katie Oster. We are two moms on a journey to remember and care for the women we are within. Join us each week as we dig deep, explore the tools and concepts that will reconnect us to our power within and help us grow and shift through the thick of mom life. Hey, Mm. let's talk about just the importance of establishing rituals and routines and how that helps us because we all know mom life be crazy and it's so easy to get wrapped up in it right and spit out at the end of the day and you're like whoa what happened so where <laughs> you feel like having a ritual or a routine or a self-care kind of time for yourself benefits you yeah okay i love this especially this time of year when it's easy to get wrapped up in the swing of things and forget about you at all. Um, So crucial for me, I find to help reset so I can not lose my mind (laughs) over the holidays because everything amps up. Like this is the best time. I love Christmas. So I'm just more excited Mm -hmm. and amped up Mm -hmm. and, I think that the kids can pick up on this energy because, of course, they do. There is more candy floating around. There is more events going around. Mm -hmm. There's just so much excitement. Mm -hmm. And then my work physically, like, here at the salon, I am, like, jam-packed solid most days. Yeah. Got to get those Christmas dues on. Exactly. Treat myself, get my Christmas hair did, get all the kids' haircuts, Christmas pictures. Right. Right? which is great. I love it. These are all good things, but it's also things that take me away from myself and feeling centered and feeling like I got this, right? I think that's totally it. It's like you don't realize you're lacking in it until you take a step back and you're like, holy shit, like I've just been all over the place and like spinning out of control and all that stuff, you know, like, and I just feel like I have the tendency to go down that way where I'm a little loosey goosey when it comes to schedule and things like that. And it tends to be okay until it's not. Because then it's like, okay, wow, I've really neglected this side of me or whatever. And then it just becomes so much. So I think it's like getting into this rhythm and I need to really practice it. This is something that I can't just half-heartedly do. Like it's something I have to commit to and carve out that time to do. Otherwise it won't happen. I'd like to say it will naturally. It doesn't. I always find something else to do or get busy with, and I don't set that that time aside for me. Right? Exactly. I love how you said rhythm. That's what it feels like for me because structure or rigid routine doesn't feel light and free to me because those are like my guided words. That's how I want to feel in life. This is why I do what I do because it matters that much to me, but... I like ritual. I like rhythm. I, li- I need also this time for me because that's when I realize exactly you don't notice if it's not ingrained in your rhythm until it's obvious, like smacking in your face. I'm yelling at everybody. I'm hell mom. Watch out. 
Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And we all get there. It's all right. Like no judgments, right? Like I turn crazy in the evenings, right? Like, oh yeah. Um, so that's just something that we work that helps us, you know, during those times and things like carving out that time, it gives me more patience. It gives me more just, yeah. Uh, patience is a huge one for me. You know, it's, it's easy for me to quickly fire. So when I set aside that time for myself, I notice it in how I show up in those ways. Exactly. And that's the thing, like the fact that these things happen, that we lose our patience, that we flip out at everybody more easily. That's okay that that happens. That is showing us. It's just a more obvious way of reminding us. Yeah. We got to come home. We got to do, we got to take care of this. We got to get our zoo. Yeah. Like what's going on? Exactly. Right. You know, it gives us little hints until we're not listening and then it smacks you in the face. It's just how it goes. Yeah. I feel like it's like your inner side saying, hello, I matter too. Right. Because it's like, we forget that we have needs as ourselves. And I keep trying to remind myself, I even said that to Phoenix this morning. He was like having a full blown like tantrum and Leo was crying and I was getting frustrated. I'm like, okay, we are a family. We all have needs. You have needs. He has needs. I have needs. We can't get them all met right now. Right? Like it's just, that's just it. We all have needs. We all need to take care of ourselves and each other at the same time. It's not always easy. Um, But we have to remember to like, go back to ourselves as well in, in the thick of all of it. Yep. Like my, I have to say a big part of like being in this journey with you and how I have managed to be able to come home to myself, to be able to be present for the work that we want to do and my family and having a salon, being an entrepreneur, all of these things has been creating a rhythm in my morning yeah. routines. Yeah. And I have happen when it gets easier to snooze and sleep in. Like I, my rhythm is starting my day like this is getting up early before everybody else and being able to do this. And then I lost that rhythm and I saw, you know, slowly but surely what that did to me and the way that I interact with others and the way that I'm showing up for myself and just the way that I feel when I did it. Yeah. And then now Isla's rhythm has changed. I get up at a crazy hour in the morning. I get up at five or five 30 because I used to be able to bank on Isla sleeping in until seven or sometimes even 7.30, or sometimes I even had to wake her up at 8, like she's some, it was magic. Now she gets up at 5.30 or 6, and makes my eyes want to twitch, because I'm like, oh, oh I tried so hard. <laughs> I'm even like, mommy's not here right now, this is my time, you have yeah. your needs, this is what I need, and yeah. sometimes she'll do it with, or I've started to learn, to like, okay, I can't be mad at her. This is just a rhythm and this is okay, but mommy's still going to pull a card. So you're going to help me. Or yeah. I'm gonna meditate, So you can sit right there or play with some chalk or if Anton's still around, daddy can do breakfast right now because mama needs this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just the big thing that you say is the commitment to it and the dedication and like choosing to, to show up for yourself every single day and knowing how much that benefits you, you know? And yeah. like, I agree. I like a rhythm better than like a rigid schedule because I think when we hold on to this rigidity and schedule, then we get really frustrated when things 
change and our kids are unpredictable. That's a fact. We can't control them, even though I try, Um, you know, so it's like, it's a big wake up call. You're like, damn, you can't, you're not going to do everything I need at this time or whatever. Right. So um, I think when we get into a rhythm, when we just commit to ourselves every day in like that type of way, um, it just allows us to kind of go with the flow a little bit easier because we've, we have more space within ourselves, more energy, more patience, you know, like, um, so I really like rhythm as well. Mm. Patience, Mm -hmm. not perfection. I'll note that because you're right. Mm. When I have it in my mind that this is my routine and I wakes up early, I'm freaking pissed. I am cranky and then my day's ruined where if I can remind myself it's a rhythm and that rhythm can have flow or even if like if I write it down so Mm -hmm. sometimes my rhythm changes every day sometimes I need certain things sometimes I need something else but if I could have this is why I'm loving that we're going to do this challenge a little checklist or a check-in yeah you know I get my two hours that I dream of having it's so nice when that used to happen. Anyway, but I could have had 15 minutes and that's still great. That's still enough. That's still fantastic. Mm-hmm. So the check-in can remind me, I did get five, 10, 15 minutes to myself, right? And that does I, count. I, me, what's that? Yeah. And that does count. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think sometimes it's just having that reminder of what you can do in those moments. Because I think sometimes that's where I default is, you know, I mean, I've got a two under two right now. Like it's easy. It could be really easy for me to say, I don't have the time, but I know that's not true. And I have to catch myself because even with the newborn there, he's sleeping in a car seat right now in front of me. Right. So I'm choosing right now to do this, but I have to remember those moments. I can choose to do self care. Um, It's very easy to hop on the phone and scroll. And sometimes you might need that. That's all right. If that's what you need, that's fine. Like, again, do what you got to do, but just be, make those decisions and choices consciously. I'm choosing to just scroll and you know what I mean? Like if we start just giving our awareness back to ourselves and choosing, I think it, it opens up those opportunities, um, to carve out me time. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's funny because I kind of have, I don't bank on my nighttime to be me time. And I haven't for a very long time because bedtime has been just, that's even more predictable than when Alice is going to wake up is what the bedtime routine is going to look like. And it's been getting better because we have our rhythm with our nighttime routine, but some nights I will fall asleep easier than others. And we're in a new season right now where it involves me likely laying down with her because that seems to quiet her body down faster. Yeah. And then some nights I'm kind of wiped, so I end up falling asleep too. So then that kind of just changes what my nighttime looks like and what I've got yeah. the capacity for. Yes. And just what I really want to fill myself up with, I know I've got the reserves and the energy and the motivation as soon as I wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's Less where I kind of shine to the most. Yeah. As I think it's realizing like, you know, we all have moments where we lose our shit with our kids and we just have like, we get super frustrated. We take it out on our partners. Like those moments do happen. Um, but 
I think I, when I see myself show up in that way, it's like we have to be gentle on ourselves firstly, I think, because we got a lot of shit going on. It's okay that it happens, but I also don't want to keep showing up that way. It doesn't make me feel good and it's okay that it happens. And, you know, we have to understand it's like a bigger picture thing, but I think that's what motivates me most to find ways to help like limit the times I lose my shit all the time or things like that. Like what can help me have more patience with my kids, be more present, not feel so scattery. Like it's okay that I get there, but what helps me? Exactly. This is two things you said that I really love what that made me think of was a giving yourself grace because here's another thing that happens when I feel more scattery and impatient and frustrated than the words that I use about myself change. Yeah. Right. I'm not like, I don't have a really kind inner dialogue when I feel like that either. I'm not saying nice things to myself inside my head. And then that really perpetuates the whole problem and the whole process. Totally. That's what makes it. I get lost up there sometimes. Absolutely. And then I feel like a failure or how could you, you should have blah, 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 blah. Language I don't want to use. Right. And that's kind of where it all starts even being able to show up like, Oh, okay. I just lost it. But if I, the, the more that I can have this rhythm of caring for myself, the easier I can remember, oh, right, this is the mantra I'm going to remind myself of today. So yeah. I can recover even from that because I don't have to as well. It's okay that these things happen, but we don't have to accept that that's the only way things can be. Yes, I like that. It's just so stressful. Yes, because I think there's this big thing is we don't need to be fixed, right? Like we don't need, we are all showing up as amazing mothers period. Um, That doesn't need to be changed. It's just, if there's things that don't feel good, like if you're Mm -hmm. becoming angry or whatever, and that doesn't feel good, okay, what can I do about it? How can I help take care of myself so that I don't have moments where I lose my shit all of the time, you know, because there's no denying the fact that our fuses are short when we don't take care of ourselves. And sometimes it's hard to recognize that it is this lack of self care that's affecting that. It's easy to just look at the situation and be like, you need to change and you need to do this. And then I'll feel better. Yeah, exactly. Blaming it externally. We're looking externally. Totally. Yeah. When really it's like, we're not ever going to be able to control that shit. So how can we, you know, control our inside emotions and not even control exactly. them, but connect with them and like let them go or whatever, work with them. <laughs> but this is the trick though, is that boom, if we're going to get a little woo woo here, mm-hmm. you can affect what's out of you, inside of you, except the trick is it's a reflection of what's inside of you. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. These, all of these things, these problems, these issues, these, even the good, the good and the bad, all of it is a reflection of what's inside of us. Yeah. It's, a re- it's how you're I'm seeing it, isn't it? Perspective. Exactly. It's our perspective. It's our beliefs. It's our stories being shown right back at us. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Right? So if that's why it starts with cultivating this rhythm and our own confidence and caring for nurturing ourselves is what changes that reflection and helps us recover when what's being reflected back is causing friction yeah. or challenges. 
And if you made that time in the morning to have a mantra, then when the shit starts to hit the fan, it's so much easier to stop it or to help bring it back with what you did that morning. You, you know, totally. pulling the card for me. Oh, this is where the lesson was when I pulled this tarot card or whatever. Or right, this morning I told myself <laughs> that you know, I can do this. Yeah. Because sometimes that's what happens when things start to get so tough. I'm like, I can't, I just can't. But then I, I catch myself I'm like, no, that's not true. I can, and yeah. I do, and I have, and I keep doing. Yeah. Keep oh yeah. Doing. Cause like, you know how we were, we've said before, like the same situation can happen. Like, you know, Phoenix can have a meltdown one day and a meltdown the next day. And I can be affected in two totally different ways. One day it might rile me up and get me so frustrated. And then a day where I feel a bit more calm and cool, I kind of just let it happen. And it's usually the days that I don't react that he gets over it a lot quicker. When I react more to him, then it becomes epic. And I'm like, oh shit, we're having a showdown in here. Like WWE in the McClellan house. No, I'm kidding. But like... That's just, these are examples of it all, right? How, yeah. how we show up and react, it does affect our children. And, and so it's just, yeah. if they're not, it's not meant to be scary or to anything. It's just to help build awareness and give us motivation, I think, to carve out yeah. this time for us. Exactly. And we just related to meltdowns because that tends to be what causes most friction, especially oh, for myself. Me too. I've oh yeah. Amen. <laughs> Spirit of little kiddos here. And I know ultimately I don't want to kill that spirit in my daughter, but it is effing hard to show up with every day. And it's not always a friction challenge every day. And I've had a lot of, I get a lot of opportunities to learn different ways to navigate this. Um, but, and it's not really about getting all of this perfect, no. but also knowing that part of, this awesomeness is getting to show them how we get ourselves back, right? Totally. You know? That's right. the lesson, right? Like, I think we, we're we not ever going to avoid, like, rea overreacting sometimes. Or you're, we're going to like, – the more I think we practice – having that patience and stuff with ourselves, the more we'll have it with others. Um, but you're right. It's like, we're teaching them that it's okay, but how we can help ourselves, right? Like come back from there and, and whatnot. Like there's lessons in all of it for sure. I think it just comes down to what feels good to us and how we want to show up and then what we can do to help ourselves show up in those ways. And a lot of the time, it comes back to carving out this time for us so that we're not so depleted and resentful and exhausted and, you know, because that doesn't feel good. Exactly. Exactly. I love right now that like Isla's at an age where she's finally reflecting back what she has learned, what she has observed. Like she is a very perceptive little girl mm -hmm. and she is always, I mean, kids, what they do, but She's soaking it all in and she kind of like cameos <laughs> and reenacts mm -hmm. when she's like, you know, um, using what I've shown her and taught her. And some of it's been intentional. Some of it has not. Right. And some of the things that have not are like, oh, okay, this is something I would like to shift and I'm going to work on that. But then other things 
like finding your loveness and getting in your green zone when she can tell, like she can read my energy. She is definitely such an incredible little girl, but mommy, get in your green zone. Take a deep breath with me, mommy. So you use my tricks back on me, right? And it works. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you're using this a little bit wrong, but most of the time she, she gets it right. But yeah. So it's beautiful to be like, okay, I love, now being able to see this confirmation that I'm not totally. And I just feel like we got to put that focus too sometimes because I think it's where I get caught up and I lose it is like I get, I'm going to take Leo out of the car seat here. I get um, anxious, I think, when I'm so focused on screwing, like not being the right example for Phoenix and what is he learning from me and I'm screwing up and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. Okay, you want to join the party? You want to join the party? So I think, you know, but I, I, where am I going with this? So I think like I want to take a step back and remove some of that pressure on myself to like be a perfect mom to my kids, right? Because I don't think that's what me time is about. It's a bit of a selfish act. It's so that I feel good in myself. So that when I show up, I feel good. It's about me, right? And our kids benefit from that. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like there needs to be a little bit of a shift of perspective because it's so easy to spin when we're just like so focused on just being completely all right for our kids, making the right decisions, reacting in the right way and choosing the right this and where, you know, doing this work, it's, it's so that we feel good, that we show up in in ways that feel good to us. And that benefits our kids in the biggest way possible. So that's another motivation to do it. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's really the core of what, why all of this matters. Yeah. <laughs> is so that we feel good. Like we, like we want to feel, right? Like, exactly. yeah. Because I think that's the big thing is it's like, I don't want to feel bad anytime I have a blowout for like, you know, because it's like, that doesn't make us bad parents. Like, that's where the shaming comes up and comparison. And we need to move away from that stuff. It's just like, when I do things it just sometimes doesn't feel good and it's like okay this is why carving out time for me helps yeah yeah exactly so that you can also forgive yourself and remember that you're human and you're yes. learning and you're still acting out of love yes. you have the best intentions but it doesn't always show up the right the way that you want it to yeah. the way that feels good for you yeah so yeah so you need to come back to help reset and refill and soothe and get some salve, but then also to rebuild and start off just kind of feeling this way. So yeah, it's we don't have to wait until XYZ is organized or better or there's ample amounts of time to come back to ourselves. We don't have to be lost throughout this whole journey. We can feel, yeah, we can keep coming back home to this center, to like what we are, to our loveness, as Isla would call it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think going back to the beginning is that we have to carve out the time. Yeah. 
And I'm the first to say it's not always easy to do, right? Because you get up and like sometimes it's just a bit of a whirlwind, right? You just get caught here and caught there. And I think that's the big thing is if you don't make the time, you won't, you won't do it. Like it needs well, no doubt. Yeah, that, and that's why I commit to this morning thing. I have a mantra that gets me out of bed, so I do it because absolutely I want to hit and go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but I remind myself I more than that, I don't want to feel uh, like, what's the word? I don't want to feel disconnected. I don't want to feel hopeless or like just lost in the wind, you know, swept up in everything. I don't want to feel like I'm just bouncing off of everything else that's happening to me. I don't want to feel like life is happening to me. I want to remember these are all things happening for me and I want to come to start my day yeah. feeling like me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think we all know what it feels like when we are disconnected and, and stuff, right? We get caught up in stuff and we let, we compare ourselves to others and we lose confidence. We, you know, we doubt ourselves and, you know, we're hard on ourselves. So I think that's part of this is like, when we take care of ourselves, we have more grace for the times that we don't show up in ways that feel good and like trusting and knowing that that's okay. Um, but I think it's when we show up and with ourselves and for ourselves, we have more grace and compassion for ourselves in those moments. I know when I don't give myself any love, I'm extra hard on myself when shit goes like not according to plan, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then I spin and it's hard to come back. Yes, that's it. Spinning out of, I sometimes it's control. I don't really want to say it because it's not like we can control. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe that's a word that we'll have to revisit someday. <clears throat> Letting go of control is also okay, but feeling out of control is not how we want to feel either, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean we have to be able to control every moment. We don't yeah. have to micromanage every step, but yeah. still feeling like we can at least have like a foundation or somewhere that we're starting from. Is yeah, feels for me. that's it. Yeah. Totally. I think it's creating and having this foundation and framework to grow from and nurturing that foundation is what helps us because we're always going to encounter challenges and obstacles in motherhood and situations that are out of our control and behaviors that, you know, like are something anyways, like we're always going to encounter those. So how can yeah. we better arm ourselves to deal with it so that we feel okay and we feel that like we can you know, make a difference or we feel good in ourselves in those moments. We're confident in our abilities to handle it and to make the right choices and decisions and to have compassion for ourselves, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to mention too. Like this started off as a couple points in here. Like when I started being able to, or when I started committing to carving out this rhythm for myself, it started with seven minutes. Yeah. A minute guided meditation that helped me find more compassion for myself. Because when I first started doing it, I was in the depths of struggling with postpartum depression. Yeah. And my father recently passing away and just 
a whole lot of like the newness of mom life and my health was still kind of being figured out you know, they had hypothyroidism and just a whole lot of crap to deal with so things were really challenging yeah. and feeling good about myself and having compassion for myself was at like the bottom yeah. of it all yeah. and that was affecting everything it was being reflected right back to me through every all events and things in my life so I had to had to do this and it started really small and seven minutes made a difference yeah yeah. That was it. And then it grew from there. Yeah. You know, slowly but surely I kept adding on other little things that I needed to do. I needed to get, I wanted to move my body more. And then that became something important that helped me as well. And then journaling and affirmations and it just mm -hmm. totally expanded and I got hooked. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you noticed how it made you feel, right? Exactly. And I started feeling more like me. Yeah. I started having more compassion for myself and others. I started having more patience a little bit. It was slowly. That was a really slow progress. But I started to resent my, you know, my daughter and my husband less because I understood I had a little bit more capacity to understand where they came from too. Yeah. And yeah started to be able to ask for what I needed and mm -hmm. talk to people about how I felt and anyway just kind of snowballed from there but it started yeah. with seven minutes yeah yeah well that's just it because I we don't always have you know endless hours right and that's just the nature of things we're juggling a lot we've got lots going on right um so sometimes taking hours to ourselves isn't always available um and that's okay because just choosing to set time aside set time aside for ourselves even if it's 5 10 15 minutes that practice in itself makes a huge difference you know exactly and as often as possible you know aiming for daily yeah. and trying to at least getting the rhythm at least it's multiple times a week like at this few yeah. minutes for yourself yeah. needs to be well I don't want to again it it's, works better if it can be more frequent yeah the more often you can do it the better the results it has like and also knowing like we said it doesn't have to be hours it doesn't but also if you need a couple yeah. hours yeah then you know that also find the way to make that happen because that also is absolutely you are worth that and that can make a huge difference for everyone yeah and all situations in your life if you can find that because sometimes that's what i need yeah. i have had to find a weekend away to myself yeah 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 absolutely i totally agree because we matter too right like we are humans we are women with needs and we have to we have to give our t ourselves that space and that time to refill and recharge. Like we're not robots, you know, and I think it's easy to take it all on and, you know, try to help everybody else take care of their needs. And we tend to put our needs on the back burner, you know, and, and it's just, that's got to start to change because that affects so many things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it starts with shifting this belief that taking time for yourself means taking away from somebody else, but mm -hmm. it doesn't. 
giving yeah. yourself the time is not taking away from it's also giving more to everybody else in your life and even right. if it does take away from that's okay you deserve that time period yeah. right like i think that's it's it's like and i agree it actually gives back more to, like more to other people totally like and it's okay we're all we're a family we all have needs we all deserve space to ourselves and and i think that yeah. we've got to start believing that and not only mm -hmm. believing it doing something about it you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be hard unless we believe it's going to be hard. Yeah. And we might be physically taking time away from, but that doesn't, but there's so much more benefits that can come from that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cool. I love it. Well, I think this is like, yeah, a great starting point just to really, I know I need it, especially where I'm at right now with the two boys and it just being a lot to, to manage and stuff. And I don't want to just forego me time because it's busy and I've got lots on like that isn't, I don't want that to be my story right now. Right. I well, exactly. I mean, it can be challenging in the beginning to yeah. take something that's in inertia and start giving it momentum. That initial starting period is hard. So having each other, having accountability, yeah. making a thing of it can absolutely get that ball rolling easier when you have yeah. a community helping you push that, that ball, totally. right? Totally. Well, I'm excited to just yeah get into this more ourselves and then also bring others along with who are also wanting the extra support and help to carve out that time you know because i think we all we all have it in us to do it sometimes it's just having that accountability to that really kind of commits you to do it that much more exactly so do this. Let's make this a thing. Let's invite the mamas from the tribe who want to join us in the Mighty Mom Check-In. Mm -hmm. This time of year, it's so easy to feel disconnected again. So let's just do a quickie next week and kind of, we'll make a list. We'll give a little checklist so we can have some calmers or some things that make you feel clear or ignited or soothed. And we can pick three from the list yeah. and try to like set aside 15 minutes and check in with each other. Let's support each other and help each other push this ball forward and get the momentum going. Yeah. It doesn't have to be huge, but this can really help us keep our cool and feel connected in this beautiful time mm -hmm. of celebration and connection, the holidays, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Regardless yeah. of celebrating. 100% and connected and present and everything in our journey, right? Like, I think that's just part of it is, you know, are we going to enjoy every moment? No, like some moments are crazy hard and it's tough and I get that, but I also don't want to wish the challenges and all that away because like everyone says, they, they go by really fast and I get that already. I'm like, holy crap, like Phoenix is almost two, like, how, you know? Um, so I think it's easy to say, I just want to fast forward and get rid of all the challenges, but the challenges are never going to go away, A. Um, so B, like, what can I do to help myself show up to these challenges with a little more ease, a little more grace, more confidence, just feeling more present and connected. And, and I think if I continue to show up 
for myself in those ways, I'll enjoy the journey that much more, not want to wish it away, take it all in and enjoy it a little bit more because it can be really easy not to enjoy parts of it. Exactly. Hashtag bike drop. Hey, Mighty Mamas, thank you for joining us today and sharing in the conversation. If you're picking up what we're putting down, leave us a review and let us know what you think. If you think this is just the medicine that a friend or a fellow Mighty Mom needs, share the love and share this episode with them as well. And if there's something else you would like us to talk about or would like us to know, uh, please comment below and we will do our best to get back to each and every one of you and explore all of the different topics and challenges that we encounter in motherhood. Mwah. Lots of love. Together we are stronger. Um, so let's all just come together and um, embrace this crazy ride of motherhood um, as one. Yeah, we are so grateful for you guys for being here and just being part of this. All right. Till next time. Peace.